0: Now, for another episode of The Rich and the Filthy, the serial melodrama about the filthy and the rich. We take you now to the Forest Mansion and into the bedroom of Rabephany Forest, wealthy socialite and matriarch of the dysfunctional, one might say practically anti functional Forest Clan. Rabephany is in her bed, recovering from the most recent shock of her life. Prior to this shock of her life, other shocks of her life were candidates for the shock of her life. But this new shock of her life has downgraded all other shocks of her life to the status of slight jolts or mild jerks of her life. You see, Angelique, the daughter once condemned to eternal vegetablehood, has now recovered. Something the doctors all said could never happen. But this strange new physician in her life, this Dr. Morberry, Predicted that Angelique would recover. And indeed, that is what happened. Or has it? Let's listen.
1: Aaron, what do you want?
0: I just came in to see how you're doing.
1: I'll be all right. That, that girl. Angelique? Is she still in the house?
0: Yes, she's staying in the same room she was in when, uh, when she...
1: When she was still a vegetable. When
0: she was supposedly still a vegetable.
1: She's the same girl I've known for 18 years. I
0: don't see how that's possible. I
1: don't either. There was absolutely no chance she could ever recover. I have never in 18 years seen the tiniest sign that she was aware or that she could ever be aware and now she's not just aware, she's walking and talking. It's not possible. That can't be Angelique. Did you
0: really visit that girl on a regular basis? Yes, every week. You visited her every week in that house for 18 years. Every week. You never, say, took a year or two off?
1: Oh well, no, of course not. I mean, there might be a week here and there that I would miss... That vacation the family took four years ago, for instance... You
0: mean to the Swiss Alps?
1: Our Swiss Alps vacation lasted two weeks, so there's one week when I didn't see her, and it practically killed me. I missed her so terribly.
0: You were with her practically every week for 18 years? Yes. If only you had told me 18 years ago that she had survived... That she hadn't miscarried after all.
1: Aaron, you were a rising designer in the fashion world. The last thing you needed was the distraction of knowing you had a vegetable daughter.
0: I could have dealt with it.
1: <sighs> I saw no reason why you should have to. Angelique wasn't supposed to survive this long. I thought she'd live a few weeks, a few months, maybe.
0: Mm, instead, she lived for 18 years.
1: Eighteen years with essentially no brain.
0: Essentially no brain and yet she's walking and talking now? Uh, who could start out a life with no brain and end up walking and talking?
1: Hello, Mother! Dad! Mother! What's going on? Why are you in your bed? Shorn, I just had a little... shock. Mother, I want to tell you about a new
2: idea I have for winning back crinoline. First, I'll learn how to make cheese. Sean,
1: not now. My head is splitting. All right, Mother. I'll tell
0: you later when you're feeling better. Wait a minute, Sean. Tell me something. Didn't you say that you heard Angelique talking to you in the garden? Yes.
2: She said, help me. Help me. At first, I thought it was a housefly with a human head. But then I realized it was coming from her. But none of you will believe me.
0: Well, we believe you now, son. You do? Yes, son. Now run along. Go back to the- whatever you were doing. Aren't you going to ask me why I'm dripping with sour milk? Uh, no, I'm not. Now go away. Yes, cat.
2: Thanks for believing me, finally.
0: <sighs> that boy drives me crazy. Why wasn't he born a vegetable? Instead of a fruitcake.
1: Aaron. Uh,
0: oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean it. But, but listen, uh, Sean heard Angelique talking in the garden. That means she couldn't have just recovered. Uh, she's lying.
1: But didn't you hear what she said? She claimed that she's been slowly recovering for years and that she hid it from me. Well, why
0: would she do that?
1: I don't know. I don't know any more than you do.
0: Well, I'm sure as hell going to find out. I'm going to have a little talk with this Angelique. Stay tuned to the Spoonitics Network, where the lukewarm drama heats up. First on Love Life, if you can lick it, Tad has some shocking news for Takatha. Tathika, I have some shocking news
3: for you. What is it? I have shocking news. Yes, but what is it? That's it. What's it?
4: I have shocking news. Doesn't that shock you?
3: Not if you don't tell me what it is. I just told you. What is it?
0: I have shocking news. Then on Live a Life Or two. Johnson meets the dangerous newcomer in town. You must be that sexy new stranger with the same
4: name as our 16th president.
3: That's right. I'm Abraham Lincoln.
4: Abraham Lincoln. Funny name for a girl.
3: Then why aren't you laughing, Mr...
4: Johnson. Lady Bird Johnson. And then a life
0: is for livers. Digum has a surprise for Betty Boo.
3: Oh, Digum, it's beautiful. Will you marry me? No, but I will accept this beautiful ring. It doesn't work that way. I can't hear you over the glare of this 24 karat diamond.
0: I said... Bye. Stay tuned to the Spoonatex Network, where the lukewarm drama heats up. Hot. The Rich and the Filthy is brought to you by Just Plain Nuts Cereal.
4: Hi, I'm Wacky and I'm Kooky and And we're Just Plain Nuts! (laughs) Hey,
0: you two chuckleheads! What makes Just Plain Nuts cereal so nutty?
1: Why, it's nothing but nuts! We got walnuts! Peanuts! Cashews! Peanuts!
4: Macadamia nuts! peanuts. Peanuts! 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 And we got peanuts!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, how exactly is this a cereal?
4: It comes in a cereal box, you nut! And it comes with a packet of dried almond milk. Yeah, pour it over your nuts! <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> the Rich and the Filthy is also brought to you by Flatty Brand Pancakes! The flattest pancakes in the
4: land! Hi, Billy! Hi, anthropomorphic pancake! I was just thinking about you. You were? Yeah! My best friend was just crushed to death by a steamroller. I took one look at him and said, he's flatter than a pancake! But not just any pancake, right Billy? That's right, he was flatter than a flatty brand pancake. Oh, but nothing is flatter than a flatty brand pancake. Not even a little boy crushed under a steamroller. You're right, flatty. You're even flatter than cooter. For the flattest pancakes in the land, buy flatty brand pancakes. They're flatter than flat.
0: (sighs) And now back to the rich and the filthy.
4: Dad? Please don't tell
2: Grandmother what I told you. She's going to find out anyway. If Blanda doesn't blab it to her, Rebekah or Aaron will.
5: Blab what to me, Mylas? Son?
2: <sighs> Rufus has this bizarre idea that Blanda might be his mother. His mother? Yes, his real mother.
5: Well, what the hell would give him that idea? My dreams,
4: my dreams of Oedipus Rex. It would make sense, King Oedipus married his mother. And killed his father. Don't forget, killed his father! I'm attracted to Blanda, but maybe my dream is trying to tell me that I shouldn't be.
5: Of course you shouldn't be attracted to her, you little idiot. Blanda was your father's lover, and your uncle's. There's your Oedipus Rex right there. But, Dad, don't worry. I just realized that
4: Oedipus killed his biological father. So, if fate decrees that I
5: kill a man, it won't be you.
2: (laughs) I'm overjoyed.
5: Listen, I don't need to know all this crap about your adopted son. I want to know about Blanda. Why was she kicked out of my home?
2: Maybe you should let her explain things.
5: When do you expect her back?
2: I assume she'll be back whenever she's finished with her tarot card reader, or crystal
4: ball gazer, or whoever the hell it is she wastes her money on. Grandmother, aren't you even slightly interested in me or my problems? I've been having
5: nightmares, and I'm miserable. Roofer. Rufus. Rufus. I love you and all that, but one, you're adopted. You're not really my kind of person, anyway. Now run along. I want to talk to your father alone. Uh, Your adopted father. Don't forget that adopted part when you start having your little fantasies about Hamlet.
4: Oedipus Rex.
5: Whatever. Just don't kill anyone at all. That's my advice. We've got enough problems in our family.
4: Of course she doesn't care about me or my problems. What woman would? (laughs) Down with the matriarchy! DOWN WITH THE MATRIARCHY!
5: That boy's got problems. Hope it was nature and not nurture.
2: I wish you'd treat him like a real grandson.
5: I come as close to that as I'm capable of. Now enough about him. Tell me everything you know about what's going on with Aaron and Rebethany. Please tell me I have SOME hope that their marriage is almost over.
2: I ought to kill both of you!
1: Oh, Dr. Marbury, please don't kill me! Or expose my sordid past! Please! I don't know what came over me!
2: Shut up, nurse! You clinking, clanking, clattering collection of collagenous
1: junk! Dr. Marbury, are you alright? Shut
2: up! You both have me so enraged, I don't even know what
3: I'm saying! I think you were quoting the Wizard of Oz, Dr. Morberry.
2: Shut up! You! You're the one who really betrayed me, Angelique! But,
3: Dr. Morberry, you you told me to recover!
2: Recover, yes! But not cry, help me, help me in
3: the garden! Or spring up from your wheelchair and do somersaults? I didn't do somersaults.
2: You may as well
3: have 18 years of vegetable.
2: And then in one breath, suddenly all walking and talking like the blue fairy hit you with her wand.
3: I had to do something. They would have found out I was normal anyway. They were going to take me... To the hospital. I could have
2: figured out something. I could have prevented it.
3: But what if you hadn't? It's better this way, isn't it? At least she heard it from me, and and not a bunch of doctors telling her I'm a fake.
2: Let me tell you both something. I'll not be thwarted. I'll not be thwarted! I have decided that Rebaphne will have a vegetable daughter living and breathing like a normal human being. And that is precisely what is going to happen. (gasps) Quiet.
0: I hear someone coming. Yes, you'll hear me coming, Dr. Morbury. What was all that screaming about? Uh, just
2: testing Angelique's hearing. I want to make sure she can hear
3: voices at any level. And I can! It's a miracle! I'm suddenly cured! I mean, I've been slowly recovering for the last several years. But I never knew I could walk until just today. What? Well, not just today. What I mean is uh, what she
2: means is, is she is walking better today than she ever has before. Is that so? Something tells
0: me, Dr. Marbury, that this Angelique has been walking and talking normally her entire life. Will Angelique manage to convince Rebethany that she has actually recovered? That she really is Angelique? Or will Aaron find out the truth? More breathtaking developments are yet to come! Be sure to listen to the next insipid episode of The Rich and the Filthy. The Rich and the Filthy is a weekly podcast produced in Indianapolis, Indiana at Playground Productions owned by musician Tudor and audio production artist Adam Riviere. The Rich and the Filthy is written by Stephen Spurling. Many episodes include special material by the Rich and the Filthy cast. The Rich and the Filthy stars in alphabetical order: Jerry Beasley, Susie Q Davis, Jonathan D. Krause, Kirsten Leister, Marley Rebecca, Scott Sawyer. Josh Sperling, Steven Sperling, and Camilla Upchurch. The Rich and the Filthy theme and other music was written, produced, and recorded by Josh Sperling. The Rich and the Filthy is available on iTunes and Stitcher. The Rich and the Filthy is a Spoonatics production.